This is the ElectionWise podcast from Minnesota Public Radio News. I'm Curtis Gilbert. And I'm Molly Bloom. If you're a new listener, here's how the show works. You send in questions about the election, the candidates, or the issues. And each week we pick one of your questions and track down an answer. This week we have a question from Max Kamer, who lives in San Diego. And his question is about the peculiar way we choose presidents in the U.S. The Electoral College. There's been some talk in California about switching to a system where the electoral votes are divided proportionally rather than given in a winner-take-all scenario. So I was wondering how this might affect the election in November and if this sort of system might be adopted in other places as well. Max is referencing an initiative some California Republicans were trying to get on the ballot last year. Because California consistently votes Democratic in presidential elections, all 55 of its electoral votes usually go to the Democrats. So you can see why the Republicans were interested in divvying them up proportionally. But the measure faced stiff and immediate opposition. Even California's Republican governor was against it. It almost feels like a loser's mentality. That's the actual quote. And even though it was our editor, Mike Mulcahy, speaking, let's face it, that's exactly what it sounded like when the governor said it. California Democrats also swung into action. They mobilized a massive campaign and swiftly squashed the initiative before it could get enough signatures to even get on the ballot. So California's electoral votes are still winner-take-all. There are only two states that aren't. Here in Maine, we give one elector to the candidate who wins each of our two congressional districts, and the other two go to the statewide winner. And in Nebraska, we do the same thing, except we get five whole electoral votes instead of just four. Every other state gives its electors to the candidate who wins the most votes in that state. No matter how slim the margin. That's the reason we have battleground states. There are a bunch of states like California that almost always go Democrat, and a bunch of other states that almost always go Republican. So the presidential candidates can basically ignore the states they know they're going to win. And the states they know they're going to lose. And focus on the states that could go either way. Recent reports have put the number of battleground states at only... Only 14. So that's one reason people criticize the Electoral College system. It means the votes of people in those other 36 safe states are taken for granted. The other major problem is it's possible for a candidate to win the presidency and lose the popular vote. Like George W. Bush in 2000. Or Benjamin Harrison in 1888. And before him, Rutherford B. Hayes and Andrew Jackson. In spite of those problems, some political scientists say the Electoral College is a good thing. They argue that it forces presidents to build a broad coalition of small and large states, urban areas, and rural America. But there have been a number of attempts in American history to do away with the Electoral College system. They've all failed. Amending the Constitution isn't easy. But there is a movement afoot to change the way we elect presidents without a constitutional amendment. It's being spearheaded by a guy named John Cosa. Many people think the current method of electing the president is specified by the Constitution. In fact, it isn't. The founders left that matter to the states to decide. The Constitution says electors choose the president and the states choose the electors. But the states can choose them any way they want. So two years ago, COSA started trying to get state legislatures to change the way they award their electoral votes. But not in the way Maine and Nebraska have. COSA is trying to get the states to give all their electors to the candidate that wins the nationwide popular vote been enacted into law in four states. Illinois, Hawaii, New Jersey, and Maryland. But those states are still winner-take-all, aren't they? Our bill would only come into effect when states representing a majority of the Electoral College, that is the majority of the people of the country, agree to do the same thing. If that happens, it doesn't matter what the other states do with their electoral votes. COSA's states will be able to give the election to the popular vote winner every time. Essentially, instead of trying to change the system from the top, 
constitutional amendment. He's trying to do it one state at a time. He thinks he can get it done in time for the election of 2012. So who is this John Koza guy? He's not a political operative. He's a professor. Political scientist? Computer scientist. And it says here he's an inventor, too? He co-invented the instant scratch-off lottery ticket. So how'd he get so interested in the Electoral College? Well, I've been a follower of the ins and outs of the Electoral College since the 60s when I published a board game that involved trying to win the presidency by manipulating battleground states. It's called Consensus. He made 3,000 copies of the game. It's a very complicated game, and that's why it did not sell very well. Maybe if he succeeds in his latest endeavor, Professor Koza could come up with a new game that might be easier to play. From the makers of Consensus, the Electoral College game. It's based on federal census data. I'm putting all my resources in Florida. And it's fun, too. Here comes Battleground USA. First, you vote. I want the Democrat. I'm going Republican. Then you count the votes. One, two, three. What's going to happen? And then you see who wins. Yay, my guy got the most votes. I win. We all win. Battleground USA. Hooray! Except maybe those currently living in rural areas or current battleground states. This has been the Election Wise Podcast. If you have a question about the election, or the candidates, or the issues, send it to us on our website, minnesotapublicradio.org. It's in the programs menu. You can also call anytime, 651-228-4844. Mike Mulcahy is our Minister of Silly Voices and the political editor for Minnesota Public Radio News. Our child stars are Brita Hunnigs and Danny Hunnigs. John Koza's organization is called National Popular Vote. For Minnesota Public Radio News, I'm Curtis Gilbert. And I'm Molly Bloom. 